Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, hello, everybody. How are we doing? (sighs) I had such an amazing New Year's Eve ringing in the new year. And I just had this intention, especially on New Year's Eve. I just wanted to be so intentionally present. On that particular day, Andrew and I went to London, not the UK, London, London, Ontario, and we had a uh, beautiful dinner and we went to go see a band. It was outside. It was so much fun. It was so beautiful. And I had this intention to really be present and fully enjoy this experience, this getaway that we were going on. I just had this really big intention of being present in my life during this, this weekend in particular. And the memories that I, that I, that I made this past weekend, the, the enjoyment that I have, I cannot stop talking about how much fun I had this weekend on new year's Eve. And I had this download that came to me before I went to bed last night And I said, the reason that I keep on talking about it and the reason why I feel like I had so much fun, like we didn't really do anything like extraordinary, but the reason why I feel like it was so much fun was because I intentionally, I intentionally was present, like fully, fully present this past weekend. And adding more presence into my life is something that I started to do for the past, I'd say like two or three years. It was always very hard for me to be present in the moment because I struggled with my relationship with food. I was constantly thinking about food. I was constantly thinking about calories. I was a people pleaser. I constantly was worried about what do other people think of me? What are other people saying about me? I was very insecure in my own skin. I hated the way that my body looked. I felt disgusting in my own skin. So even in having conversations with people, I would physically be there, but mentally I was thinking about how does my body look? Does the shirt make me look okay? Do my arms look too big? You know, like what are people thinking about me? I had insecurities and that really took over this ability for me to actually be fully present in my life as much as I wanted to. Like I wanted to make memories with friends and family members, but I felt like I was never able to do so because my mind was just clouded with thoughts, anxiety, calories, food, macros. What am I going to eat? When's my next meal? 
Am I going to have to burn off this? Oh my God, I feel so guilty for eating this food item. So I struggled with having presence in my life for a very long time. And I feel like after this past weekend, just having that pure intention of, of being so present, it was just so amazing that I want to share with you how I've gotten to this point of really adding more presence into my life and what you can specifically do to add more presence into your life. So there's so many different aspects of our life and there's so many different ways that you can be present in your life, right? With, with relationships, with friends, with family members, with your, maybe if you have a husband or kids, being present with the food that you eat, being present with your body. Even when you don't feel the best in your own, own skin, you can be present with your body. You can be present with the thoughts that you're thinking, whether they're good or maybe not so good. You can be present with your emotions, right? We experience an array of different emotions every single day. Happiness, joy, sadness, anxiety, pain, laughter. Like there's so many different emotions that we experience on a day-to-day basis. You can be present with the emotions that you feel. You can be present when you're feeling that urge and that impulse to binge. There's so many different ways that you can be present. But for so many people, we're living on autopilot mode. We're just going through the motions. And this is how I felt a few years ago. I felt like I was just going through the motions. I'd wake up in the morning. I would do a morning routine. Yes, I enjoyed it, but it was more like I just got to check off this box, right? It felt like something that I have to do. So I'm like, okay, got to do my morning routine so I can check that off the list. And then I have to drive to work and I have to go to work. And then I got to come home and then I got to make my lunch and then I got to shower and then I got to prep for the next day. And it was always just like autopilot, just reactive, just reacting to like what's happening around me and just, just responding, not actually being proactive, not actually being present, not being in the moment, but it's like, okay, this is what I have to do. I have to do my workout today. So let me just hurry up and get it done so that I can say that I did my workout. Okay. I have to do cardio today. Okay. Let me just walk on the treadmill. Let me just do the cardio so that I can get it done. Right. There was, there was very little intentionality in the things that I was doing. So with relationships, I'm going to kind of talk through all the different areas where you can add more presence. And I'm going to share how I started being more present in these areas. So with friends and with family, I've always had this story that I felt like always the oddball out, especially when it came to friends in high school. I never drank. I never you know, I went to bed super early. I did competitive dancing. So when all my friends would, you know, hang out and go to these parties, I would either be at a dance competition or I would be at the studio. I'd be dancing or I'd be at home studying. Like I felt like I was always like the good girl. And I felt like always like kind of like the oddball out when it came to these, these friendship circles. And a lot of the times I almost felt like I was wasting my time when I was hanging out with friends. 
And I always like was so confused because I'd see so many people like having such a great time with their friends, like laughing and always wanting to be with their friends. Like they want to go get their nails done. I'm going to go call my friend and we're going to go together. I need to go get something at the mall. I'm going to call my friend. We're going to go together. And for me, it was always kind of like the opposite. I was very independent. I like doing things myself. If I need to go grab something at the mall, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go by myself or I'll go with my mom. Or, you know, I needed to study. I never was one to go to the library and study with a big group of people. Like I just kind of wanted to do, to do things by myself because I always felt like I was wasting my time. Like if I needed to study and if I had to study with a big group of people, I felt like I wasn't going to get anything done. So I'm like, I'm going to be way more productive just studying by my, by myself, right? Because I felt like I trusted myself to be able to do the things that I needed to do. So if I said I'm going to study, I'm going to be by myself and I'm going to study, right? I didn't really need accountability or anything like that. So I did a lot of things by myself and I just felt like it wasn't enjoy like it wasn't like this enjoyment for me to hang out with a bunch of friends and even family members it almost felt like I should be doing something else especially when I started my business and I would go to you know hang out with let's say family or whatever we'd go to a birthday party and as sad as it sounds it's almost like I felt like well I should be working I should be doing something more productive like I, I should be doing something Or it's like we'd go to social events with friends and family and I'm like, but I'm just going to eat like crap and I'm going to eat out and then I'm going to feel so guilty. So when I was there with my friends or with my family, I wasn't enjoying my time. And it wasn't because I didn't want to be with the people that I was with. I loved my friends. I loved my family. But what I realized was I wasn't actually there. I wasn't actually present. So when I was physically there, mentally, I was thinking about all the other things that I should be doing. I was thinking about all the other foods that I could be eating that are so much healthier, right? If we were out to dinner for a family member's birthday or a friend's birthday, it's like I would be thinking about, well, I could be working out right now, or I could be at home and I could be making myself a home cooked meal. Like, and there was just, guilt and shame and judgment and all of those things that really clouded my mind that prevented me from actually being present. So I didn't enjoy spending time with family and friends because I wasn't present. I wasn't there. So I really made a conscious effort, you know, the past few years to actually be there. And, and actually for like almost forget about all the other things that I have to do, because I realize that I can either hang out with people and be worrying about work or being worried, worrying about all the other things that I have to be doing and, 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 and not actually enjoy my time, or I can be fully present fully enjoy my time and take a break, you know, give myself some mental space to be able to do the things that, you know, I actually want to do, have fun, laugh, 
hang out with friends, hang out with family. So that when I get back to my to-do list and when I get back to the things that I have to actually do at work, I can actually give a hundred percent. Cause it was always like 50, 50, like I was 50% there, but I was 50%, you know, worrying about what I had to do for work. I was 50% with my friends, but I was 50% worrying about the food that I was eating. So I told myself, like, when I'm with family, I'm with family. When I'm working, I'm working. And I really allowed myself to kind of separate the two so that I can actually be present. Now, this doesn't mean that I don't check my phone. This doesn't mean that I don't check emails. It doesn't mean that. But that means that I'm actually bringing more intentionality. So when I'm having a conversation with somebody, I'm actually there. Like, I'm actually genuinely interested. How are you doing? Like, what's new? I'm not, I'm not trying to rush the social event. I'm not trying to rush the time that I spend with family and friends because I got to go on to the next thing. And it's so interesting because time slows down so much more when you're present. When you're like, okay, like, is it time to leave yet? I got to go do this thing. It's like, I found that sometimes it was like, I couldn't, first of all, I could not remember a lot of memories. Like when I was in high school and when I was in grade school, I literally, even uh, college and university, I don't really remember times where I went out with friends because it was always like, is the night over? Like, can I go home? Can I go back in bed? Can I put on comfy clothes? Can I do what I want to do? Right? So it's like, I didn't really remember anything. But when you actually take time to be present and you slow down, not only do you enjoy the moment so much more, but you remember it so much more. This past, well, a few months ago, back in October, Andrew and I surprised my mom. It was her birthday. And we surprised her. We don't live in the same city anymore. So it's like an hour and a half drive and we surprised her and I took her out for her birthday and I bought her a few, I bought her a few things. We went shopping and I remember this, not because it was like the most enjoyable experience of my life, but because I chose to be present in this moment. I was like, I told myself, this is a very special day. I want to make her feel special. I really want to enjoy my time. There's not any rushing. It's not hurry up. I got to go back. I got to get back to work. No, when I'm here and I'm, I'm with my family and I'm with my friends, I'm present. I look around. I feel like I, I take a moment to like literally just like pause and just look around how grateful I am. Great Gratitude is such a beautiful thing to add into your life to, to add in more presence. It's like be present for the family members that love you. Be, be grateful for the friends that you have. This really helped me in my relationships. Even just with Andrew, like going for a walk, we tend to go for a walk almost every single day in the mornings. I like that to just kind of start the day together, have conversations, kind of check in with each other. And throughout our day, we always have kind of like these connection points, right? Throughout the day, like, how are you feeling? How are you doing? We communicate very well. We have moments before we go to bed where we have conversations and they're just different now because there's so much more intentionality to these conversations that we're having. And it's like, 
I just take a moment, even when I'm giving him a hug, I just like, I like pause for a second. I even like close my eyes and I just like feel the gratitude in my heart and it changes the moment. A hug where you're not present and it's like, okay, just got to give you a hug. Kate, bye. Love you. And a, and a, and a, and a hug where you're actually present and you like feel the gratitude in your heart, you can be doing the same action and it feels completely different because of that intention of being present. Even this past weekend of us going away for New Year's Eve, sitting across the table, I, I just like literally would stop. And just like, I would, my heart was like bursting with so much gratitude that like we're out for dinner right now. Look at this incredible man that I get to spend my life with. You enjoy the moment so much more. So that's just one little piece, a little snippet of adding gratitude. Gratitude changes everything. Gratitude changes everything. I'm grateful for this moment. I'm grateful for these people. I'm grateful for this meal. I'm grateful for what are you actually grateful for? When you express gratitude and you look around and you see the people that you're surrounded by, it allows you to, 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 to draw yourself into the present moment. When your thoughts are spiraling or you're anxious and you're thinking about maybe, you know, how much you're eating or, or the way that your body looks and your mind is going a million miles per minute, it's like pause, take a moment what are you grateful for? And that really centers you and that really helps me. Even with your relationship with food. So many people are in autopilot eating so fast. I got to hurry up and eat all the cookies. I'm going out for dinner and I paid for this meal. So I got to hurry up and eat this meal. Or my friends and I ordered pizza. So I have to be the first one to eat so many slices because what if they're all gone and I want more? That's that's you disconnected from your body. That's you in reactive mode. So with your relationship with food, the way that I started to actually be more present was like engaging in all of my five senses. What does this actually taste like? What does this smell like? What is the texture? What do I like about this food item? So, so many times it's like, especially when you're binging, when you're eating so fast, you can't even taste the food. It's like, I don't even know what this food tastes like. And you think that you're enjoying it so much more by eating it really fast because it's so good. But I promise you, when you actually slow down in your present with the meal that you're eating, it, it doesn't even taste like the same food. It tastes so much better. I always talk about this example with blueberries. I'll never forget this one moment when I first moved into my house in 2022. I was going to say this year, but 2022. I was sitting on the couch. It was a beautiful summer day. And I had blueberries. And I ate them one by one, so slowly. And they were so much more enjoyable. I can feel the freshness. I can taste like, I can just, like the taste was like so much better because I was slowing down. What does this actually taste like? One by one. 
when you grab a handful and you shove it down your mouth, it's like you can't taste it really. So when you're eating, when you're eating lunch, when you're eating dinner, it's like, how can you be present? Put your forks down. Look at the food. What does it look like? What does it taste like? What's the texture? What's the flavor? What do you actually like about this food? And you actually get to know yourself so much more when you add presence. Like for me, texture is a big thing. The reason I love like white basmati rice is I like the texture. I like, like, I like sticky rice. My husband and I laugh all the time because we love sticky rice, but it's like, I like the texture of it. Right. When I make my waffles, I have them. I, I, I know the batter. I like them to be a certain way. And I like them because of the texture. So when you're eating, slow down, be present. I like this food because of its crunch, or I like this food because of the temperature and how warm it is, you know, having warm chili or having warm soup, or I love this food because of the, the savory feet, uh, the savory taste, or I love how sweet this tastes. Really get connected to your body, get connected to your taste buds. And I promise you, when you're actually present with your meal, you not only enjoy it, way more, but you can actually stop sooner. You can stop sooner. If, if you've had, you know, a smaller portion of something, but you are intentional, you are present and you savored every single bite, you don't need more food. You can have so much food. You can have five slices of pizza and eat them so fast but like you're not even satisfied because like you didn't even taste it. So you need six slices, seven slices, eight slices. You need more. You actually end up eating less, although that's never the goal. But I'm just saying like people end up eating less when you're actually intentional. So that's really something to think about. Presence with your body. So often when we don't feel good in our own skin, I want to leave. I want to escape my body. I want to numb out. I don't want to feel this. I don't like the way that my body feels right now. So it's either we numb out and escape on food, or I got to go fix my body. I got to go change my body. And this is where the dieting comes into play. The overexercising comes into play. The restriction comes into play. The binging comes into play. When you don't feel good in your own skin, it's like, I got to change this. I got to fix this, or I got to numb out to feel better. Because right now I don't feel good. It's like, how many times have you maybe stepped on the scale and it's like, you don't like what the number on the scale says. So then you either turn a restriction and you don't, you don't eat as much or you eat more. Cause it's like, well, I already don't feel good. And I already don't like the number on the scale. So what's the point? I'm just going to eat more. But when you're present with your body, there's something like magical that happens. I love breath work. Because breath work allows you to actually get into your body. When we are trying to like think our way to feel better, it's like we're running around in circles, trying to logically think how to feel better. But when you're thinking, it's like you're not in your body. When you're doing things like breath work and you get into your body, 
there's again, coming back to gratitude, there's so much gratitude for this, this body of yours. Like you, you just feel so much, like I'm so much more than my body. Like there's so much more to me. But when we're just thinking like, oh, I feel so disgusting. I got to lose the weight. I got to change my body. You're not making peace with your body. You're not, you're not connecting from your body. You're trying to run away from your body. Presence. Presence is being with your body. Even when you don't like the way that your body feels, presence, moving your body in ways that makes you feel good. I love going to yoga classes. I love stretching and just being with my body. Breath work. I love doing breath work because it takes me automatically into my body. It reminds me like who I am. It reminds me that I'm so much more than my body. And we can't get that if we're not present. We can't get that if we're just numbing out on, on food. And it's, and it's so ironic because it's like, we don't like the way that we feel in our body. So I'm going to binge and I'm going to feel even worse in my body. It's like when we have presence, we can, we can say, I don't feel the best in my body, but I'm going to be with my body anyways, because I'm so much more than my body. I'm going to be with my body. I'm going to give myself a hug. I'm going to actually feel my body. I'm going to be so grateful for the body that I do have. So much different, so much different. You stop trying to run away from it and you start learning, how can I make peace with this body that I have? How can I start to like and maybe even love the skin that I'm in? How can I start to see myself as more than a body? You connect presence, gratitude, not running away, not disconnecting, not trying to just numb out presence. Another thing is the urge to binge. I know it's uncomfortable, but have you ever just observed and been like really present with the urge? So many people aren't present in their lives. So when the urge to binge hits, it's like fight or flight. I got to run away. I got to go numb out. I got to distract. I got to go for a walk. I got to call a friend. I got to stay busy, distract, 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 distract versus presence. And you might be thinking, Lorna, why do I want to be present when I feel that urge? Like I need to get rid of it. Yes, you absolutely need to get rid of it. But many people don't be present with it. And then they just latch onto it and they attach to it and they identify with it. And they say, oh, here it is again. Oh, well, I'm just going to give in because I'm too weak. I'm just going to give in because it feels so powerful over me. I'm just going to give in because I had such a long, stressful day at work. I'm just going to give in because I don't feel like, I don't feel like being motivated today. Like I'm just so tired. So I'm just going to give in. But when you add presence, especially when you feel that urge to binge, you can observe the urge, not identify with it, just observe it. Like, what does it actually feel like? What does the urge to binge actually feel like? This is presence. Okay, I feel this rush of anxiety, the surge of energy. Maybe my heart rate increases, my palms get sweaty. Like, what actually happens? And I like to kind of think of the urge to binge like, like a child throwing a tantrum. If a child is throwing a tantrum, you don't identify with it. You just observe it. 
right? There's only so much that you can do. It's like, okay, here, okay, here they go. They're starting to get angry. Okay, here they go. They're starting to cry. Okay, here they go. They're starting to get really loud. Okay, there they go. They're stomping. They're, you know, screaming. You observe it. And you know that the child is eventually going to stop crying. But you let the child have the tantrum, right? You, you don't you don't try to like, like, it, it, it's like, I know that they're going to be okay. So it's okay. You just watch it kind of play out like it's okay. And same with the urge, right? It's like, it's almost like you're seeing that urge like a child throwing a tantrum. And it's like, you have to remind yourself, like, it's okay. Just like a child is going to stop crying, this uncomfortable feeling that you're experiencing right now, feeling that urge, it's eventually going to go away. So can you just observe it? Like, what does it feel like? Like, What does it actually feel like? So often it's like, I don't want to feel this. I don't want to feel this uncomfortable feeling. I need food now. I need to eat now. I'm in reactive mode now. I need the chips now. And you could go and get the chips and you can have the food, whatever it is that you want. But can you just take a moment to actually be present? Can you take a moment to just observe it? The moment that I started adding more presence in my life, but also more specifically when I used to feel that urge, everything started to change. I started to realize that I actually had more control. I was more powerful over my binge urges. When you don't have have presence and you don't observe it and you just react right away, then of course you're going to feel powerless. Of course, it's going to feel like you're giving, you know, you're giving this urge so much power over you because you respond right away. You're in an autopilot. You're reacting. But we can be more proactive and we can think about the, the, the choices. We can think about, do I want to actually give in? Like we can have more intentionality and more presence when we slow down and we observe, but it's, it's going to be uncomfortable. You have to give yourself that chance to have more presence. And what I found was when you add more presence overall in your life, it's easier for you to be present in the things that you want to run away from. If you're just so much more present on a day-to-day basis, the things that are uncomfortable, you can have more presence towards. That's why I love doing like even yoga and breath work. I love doing breath work in my day because it's not just a matter of I'm doing breath work and I'm present in this moment. When I do breath work, it allows me to have a more regulated nervous system for the rest of my day, for the rest of my week. This is the power of presence and intentionality. Speaking of emotions, this is another thing that a lot of people want to run away from. It's easy to be present, to be in the moment when you're happy and everything's going well and there's so much joy and there's love. It's harder to be present with the emotions that feel heavy. When you feel sad, when you're disappointed, when you are fearful, when there's pain, it's easy. It's so much easier to be present and to enjoy the moment when you have those happy 
emotions. But there's no bad emotion. You're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to be frustrated. You're allowed to be angry. You don't have to run away. What if you added more presence to the emotions that you feel? All of them, not just the good ones. The ones where you feel pain and you feel sad and you feel hurt. That is how you actually heal those emotions. If you just eat every time you feel an emotion, the emotion doesn't go away. The emotion builds. If you just try to, you know, not feel your emotions and try to just like be really busy at work so that you don't have to deal with the pain that you're feeling or the sadness that you're feeling, that those sadness feelings or any emotions that you feel, they don't go away. They stack like bricks and you're trying to knock down a, a huge brick of wall now, of a huge brick brick of walls, right? It's like you're trying to hit that, hit that down and it's so much harder than just one heavy brick, one heavy emotion. You can knock that down so much easier than now a stack of bricks and it's the frustration and it's the sadness and then it's the guilt and then you're judging yourself for having those emotions and now it just stacks and stacks and stacks and now you don't have to just deal with the sadness. Now you have to deal with the frustration and the guilt and the judgment and the shame and it's so much harder. And that's why when you're eating foods that maybe don't make you feel good and then you feel guilty, that's one emotion, but then you start feeling anxious because you feel like you're gonna gain weight. And then you start judging yourself because you ate what you wanted to eat. And now there's three emotions that you have to work through. So it'd be much easier if you just had presence in that one emotion, allowing yourself to be with them. I'm gonna be curious over these emotions and not judge them. I'm gonna be curious. Okay, what is the emotion that I'm feeling right now? I'm feeling sadness. Okay, where do I feel the sadness? I feel the sadness in my chest. Okay, well, what, what do you need? Like you're feeling sad right now. What do you actually need? If you don't take the time to ask your emotions and check in with your emotions and have curiosity, like, why are you feeling sad? What, what is it that you need? You think you need food to make you feel better and for the sadness to go away or whatever emotion. You think, you automatically think that food is going to be the solution. When really, if you're feeling sad, you might just need a day off. You might just need a really big hug. You might just need a warm blanket, a hot cup of tea, and your husband to just give you the biggest hug. Like, you might not need the things that you think that you need. But again, when you're in autopilot mode and you're reactive mode, that's what you know. You just know that food makes you feel better. You know that food is going to, you know, give you a temporary sense of relief. So that's what you turn to. When you add presence, you slow down, you start to ask questions, you're curious, you're not judging yourself, you have so much curiosity, you're observing. That is so beautiful. You get out of autopilot mode into reactive mode. And you can actually feel. And when you feel, then you can start to heal. This has literally changed my life. And I, and I, and I, I know it's not easy being present. 
It's not because again, we have so many things on the go. I got to go here. I got to do this. I got to go that. Time goes by so much slower when you're present. You're enjoying the moment so much more. You can remember the things that you've done so much more. Food tastes so much better, right? Being with friends and family, you can remember those good times so much more. The food, you can, you can taste it so much. It, it's so much like juicier. It's, it's, it's way tastier. Like all of these things are a direct result of adding more presence into your life. You guys, you don't have to do anything spectacular to have a really good time. I sit down in my living room. I put on my blanket. I pour myself a nice hot cup of tea. And I... I'm just like, I just, I'm so grateful. I, I choose to feel these emotions in my body because I'm, I'm slowing down and I'm being present. It's really hard to be grateful when you don't take the time to slow down. Like little things like my husband and I talk about this all the time. Like, I'm just so grateful that like I can, we can work for ourselves. I'm so grateful that we have a gym downstairs in our basement. I'm so grateful for this beautiful home that we have. You don't have to do anything crazy. Presence, slowing down. When you give your partner or your kids or somebody a hug, like it, it can feel so different. When you're having dinner, when you're going out to dinner with somebody and you're present, it's a whole different experience. Andrew and I have been out for dinner many times, many, many, many times. But the times where I'm like intentionally present, I can remember like the boot, like the, 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 the seating area that we sat in this past weekend. I can remember like everybody's face who worked there. I can remember, like, I can remember everything, the lighting above us, everything. So if you want to make better memories with the people that you love, be present when you're talking to them. Be present when you're eating. What does this food taste like? What does it smell like? When you're just sitting, when you're just eating dinner, even light a candle, like make it, make it a fun time. Like be present. Enjoy the moment. When you're going for a walk, look outside, look at the trees, look at the floor, look at the Look at the things around you. There's so much beauty around you guys. So much. And my heart is just like overflowing with gratitude. It's like overflowing with gratitude. Always now. Even when things aren't going well. Because I come back to this present moment and I'm just present. Even when I'm feeling sad. Even when I'm feeling frustrated. I'm just present. I'm going to be okay. I can feel through this. I can breathe through this. It changes everything. So I hope this gave you some things to think about. I hope you will start adding more presence into your life and just watch how time goes by so much slower. You don't feel this rush to like hurry up and get things done. You can enjoy the moment so much more, have so much more gratitude. 
And I promise you're going to be so much happier, so much happier when you take the time to actually be present. So thank you guys so much for listening to this. I hope you have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. I'll chat soon. Bye guys.